Welcome to Eventful, the podcast for meeting professionals. I'm your host, Lauren Edelstein with North Star Meetings Group. Eventful, the podcast, is our way of inviting you to join some of the interesting conversations we have with people in our business about topics that really should be on your radar. I look forward to hearing what you think, and please be sure to subscribe. Puerto Rico has seen more than its fair share of adversity in recent years. Just this year, it's experienced a 6.4 magnitude earthquake and thousands of smaller quakes and aftershocks since, as well as political unrest and protests. This is the destination is still recovering from the impact of Hurricane Maria in 2017 and the Zika virus before that. But as it has been hit by one challenge after another, the island has shown itself to be nothing if not resilient, coming back stronger than it had been before and ready to welcome back meeting and incentive groups. As concerns about the impact of coronavirus affect a growing number of destinations, Puerto Rico offers an inspiring example of how a place can boomerang back after difficulty and seemingly insurmountable setbacks. Last month, we caught up with Brad Dean, CEO of Discover Puerto Rico, to discuss how the destination has navigated so many challenges and continues to keep attracting corporate and incentive groups. With the expansive new entertainment district, El Distrito, slated to open in San Juan in a few weeks, he discussed why Puerto Rico is not just back, but a better destination than ever for meetings. Yeah, 2020 was a, a bit of an eventful start for us, but all things are, are great. Uh, Puerto Rico is open for tourism. Uh, once again, Puerto Rico is demonstrating to the world just how resilient and strong it is. And as we sit here today, uh, the island is open for tourism, uh, aside from the isolated area on the southwestern coast that was directly affected by seismic activity. Uh, the rest of the island's tourism industry has been largely unaffected. Uh, all three airports, including San Juan International, have operated without disruption. Uh, the cruise ports on the northern and southern coast have remained open. Uh, the facilities that planners and, uh, and uh, events right holders are most concerned about, uh, like the convention center, the hotels, particularly in the metropolitan area, have had no structural damage. Uh, our biggest challenge has been demonstrating to the world amidst a lot of media coverage that Puerto Rico is open for tourism and eager to welcome visitors back to the island. In this particular situation, what makes it a challenge is, as we know, Americans are not great at geography in general, and much less people who live on the mainland who maybe have never visited Puerto Rico don't realize that you know this seismic activity happened quite a ways away, uh, and not only is it a, a big distance from the metropolitan area, but you have these huge mountains in the middle of Puerto Rico that separate that. So uh, it's really not, um, when, when you look at the map and you realize what's happened, uh, it becomes very, uh, very obvious that the most of the island's tourism industry was largely unaffected. But if you're not familiar with the geography, the first reaction you have is, there's seismic activity. I wonder what's happening there. Thankfully, we've been able to come through this very quickly and with a lot of resilience. And today, the island remains open for tourism. Yeah. And that's a similar challenge to what was faced in the aftermath of Hurricane Maria, where uh, after there'd been much rebuilt and it was really ready for groups to start coming back, but uh, the, the media coverage was still largely negative. So then, then uh, Discover Puerto Rico actually launched the Cover the Progress campaign that uh, kind of went directly to the media and urged it to cover the many positive stories of the destination and really turn the page.
Uh, of course, Cover the Progress was a successful award-winning campaign where we were simply the storyteller. The message there were the people of Puerto Rico who said, hey, our message a year ago was help us. Our message today is come visit us. Uh, in the case of the seismic activity, you know, if you were living in the U.S. and you heard that there was seismic activity in Chicago, you wouldn't cancel your trip to Indianapolis. But in the case of Puerto Rico, something that happens on the western coast in Guanica, if you're not familiar with it, your first hesitancy is, is the island okay when in fact it really is. So I think the people of Puerto Rico have earned their Ph.D. in recovery and resiliency. And one of the great things is that out of, as a result of a lot of the, uh, the challenges we face in recent years, the enhanced planning uh, that's taken place, not only at the island-wide level and the community and municipal level, but also right down to the local businesses, whether that means having having generators ready to go in the case of a power disruption, having excess fuel supplies, or just being able to communicate with the visitors on island and the visitors coming to the island. And I think that's one of the reasons why we've been able to rebound so quickly. And so now our real challenge is not necessarily the recovery, but messaging that we're ready and open for business. All the while, of course, standing in close solidarity and partnership with our friends, colleagues, and family on the southern coast who have been directly affected. But all of us acknowledge that the best way right now to help uh, your fellow American citizens in Puerto Rico is schedule your next vacation, conference, meeting, or convention and help us keep the great momentum that took place in 19 uh, carrying forward into 2020. But Puerto Rico really knows how to make a comeback. It really is. The people of Puerto Rico are naturally hospitable. They genuinely want you to come and experience the warmth of their island, uh, the rich, vibrant culture, the art, the history, the music, the dance that's been here for centuries. It makes Puerto Rico one of the most exotic destinations in this part of the world. But yet, when you come, you get to enjoy all those conveniences that uh, you would expect in any U.S. destination. No passport for U.S. citizens, no currency exchange if you're carrying the U.S. dollar, and most importantly to all of us, when you get off that plane, your phone works. And so I think from the perspective of the people of Puerto Rico, tourism has never been more important than it is today. And in 2019, tourism was leading the way and helping Puerto Rico not only recover, but get back uh, and above pre-Hurricane Maria levels. With a little bit of uh, distraction in January, uh, but we're moving beyond that. And our commitment and our goal, frankly, is still to make 2020 a great year for Puerto Rico tourism. And in doing that, help ensure a positive, productive future for the people of our island. That balance is encapsulated in Caribe Hilton, one of Puerto Rico's iconic properties, which reopened a little under a year ago after a more than $150 million renovation to recover from Hurricane Maria. It took the closure as an opportunity to upgrade the hotel's facilities, restaurants, meeting, and event space, and renovate all 652 guest rooms and suites, but without losing its sense of history. The first Hilton opened outside the continental U.S. It is in many ways credited with jump-starting tourism in the region more broadly. We spoke with Pablo Torres, general manager of the property, about how it's made its own comeback. This hotel was the hotel that introduced U.S. travelers to the Caribbean region and to Puerto Rico. This is where the entertainers, the, the singers, the, the local society, the this is what everybody used to be. Most of the important things used to happen around the Caribbean Hilton here. Mm -hmm. All the events, all the entertainments, you know, a lot of things have happened around this hotel. And the beauty is that whenever you talk with somebody local or meeting planner or something, they always have something to say about this hotel. 
whether they got married here, whether they made the first step walking on the beach of our property, whether their grandfather used to play dominoes here, whether they they had the 15 years anniversary. I mean, like something around this hotel is at least there is a story in each family in Puerto Rico uh, with this property. And it, part of the Caribe Hilton's history is that it's where the pita colada was invented. Uh, Ramon Monchito Marrero in 1952. Um, he, uh, back then, uh, he was experimenting. He wanted to create a refresher. So when uh, he came up with this uh, recipe, and, uh, and interesting enough, at the beginning, uh, when he created the pina colada, we didn't have blenders, so he didn't have blenders. And for a while, he didn't, um, it was just a refresher without any rum. And then he started in Puerto Rican rum, and he started using blenders, and the drink became very popular. <laughs> so right now, it's the official drink of Puerto Rico. But also part of that history is that you were hit extremely hard by Hurricane Maria. Uh, so altogether, the, the renovations took about 15 to 18 months uh, before it was fully reopened. Is, is that right? The, the hotel was partially open and for a few months uh, we wanted to obviously support the local community by accommodating uh, first responders uh, just after the Hurricane Maria, but then uh, we realized that we needed to shut down the hotel to restore the hotel as soon as possible and expedite the restoration process. For, for me, this has been a, truly a personal journey and uh, I have worked five times in this property. I started my career as a management trainee here. So many of the team members, I know them for more than 20 years. So they are part of my family, to, to be honest. Um, so we, we are one team, one family, and uh, all for Puerto Rico and for the Caribbean. So I really took this person. And um, unfortunately, yes, we, we, we had to go through uh, the painful process of shutting down the, the hotel and closing the hotel, but the hidden bless out of this drama is that, uh, you know, 90% of the team members are back. Uh, they are extremely grateful for everything that we did for them during this process. Uh, we are more united than ever before. The, the property is looking amazing. So we came back stronger than before and you know with a brand new hotel all the rooms are being re renovated meeting space brand new spa brand new tennis courts brand new lobby but more importantly the team members of the hotel are fully committed to ensure that all our visitors feel careful value and respected mm -hmm. and the surveys that we are getting and the feedback that we are getting from our visitors is truly um an inspiration for me, especially after all this um, peculiar journey, journey that mm. we went through. So unfortunately, we had to shut down. But the hidden bless, uh, as I said again, um, we 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 have a much better hotel. We are stronger than before. Uh, the feedback that we are getting is uh, is spectacular and. Uh, and that renovation included all uh, F and B options on the property too. We always take into account the, the, the feedback from, from our guests, from our local community, from team members as well. So we wanted to create some sort of diversity within our offering. Uh, so but, you know, right now we have a, a Puerto Rican restaurant, so we can you know, ensure that we are showing our, our culture. Right? Uh, at the same time, we have a seafood Latin restaurant too, which is uh, called uh, Mojitos. 
So we are offering um, the Caribbean region in a way. Um, so we have Puerto Rico, we have the Caribbean region. Uh, we are associated with one of the most recognized state house or brand state house, which is Morton. And I can tell you, um, this hotel is Puerto Rico. Uh, and, and for us, Puerto Rico is very important. So right now, when you are visiting our hotel, you will see the music in the, in the background is, is, is tropical music. The ingredients that we are choosing for our menus, we are trying to sort them from local vendors as well. Um, the entertainment that we are offering in the lobby is, you know, tropical music as well. So we want to be Puerto Rico because from our guests and visitors, the feedback that we are getting is that they want to experience the Puerto Rican culture. So this is what we are trying to offer in our hotel. And it seems in part it's that Puerto Rican culture, the the community you described earlier, and that uh, the, the sort of only in Puerto Rico attractions that keep the destination coming back, keep groups coming back and, and wanting to come here. We have <laughs> gone through a lot uh, in, in the past few, few years. So I think the level of resiliency that we have shown in the past few years have inspired many companies and corporations that out of the company responsibility they want to do the right thing. Doing doing good is good for business. So out of that responsibility they they, they are bringing business to, to Puerto Rico as a way to support the island, to support our destination and to do good. And for them we are eternally grateful for uh, their valuable support and, and for believing in us. Mm-hmm. And how's it been going here and, and uh, in Puerto Rico in general? We started uh, this year out of the gate very strong. And I, I can tell you, there is not any convention center in any Caribbean island than the one that we have here. And, and soon they will be open next to the convention center, the District Live 2, which will add additional amenity for the attraction of, um, you know, uh, eventually conventions attendees. But more important than that, I believe is that, uh, you know, especially for uh, U.S. citizens, there is no need for passport. We don't have issues with telecommunications here. It's the same federal laws. We have that fly for the most uh, important uh, cities in the U.S. to Puerto Rico. So, and the feedback that we get here, usually when we have meeting planners and attend different conventions, is like, oh my God, Pablo, you, you, you fly domestic, uh, you go to Puerto Rico, but then you have a feeling that you are going international. So I, I, I think that the ability for us to share our culture, to share our diversity, in terms of, you know, variety of beaches, gold courses, shopping center, restaurant, the culinary side. I mean, we have everything we can offer in the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. And our position, I believe, is very strong. The Caribe Hilton is not the only major meetings hotel on the island that's back up and running. The Intercontinental San Juan reopened in January 2020, and last year saw the reopening of El San Juan, Condado Plaza Hilton, and the resort at Cocoa Beach, a Hyatt Hotel. All took a hit from Hurricane Maria, but are now back and better than ever. Here's Brad Dean with more on what's new. Well, just in, over the last uh, 12 to 18 months, there have been a number of hotels reopening, and one of the benefits 
of going through uh, Hurricane Maria is a lot of the properties use that as an opportunity to refurbish and renew. So just about every hotel you go in now has a new feel, even if it's not a brand new hotel. And then we have had some other new properties that have opened up and more on the way, a JW Marriott in Dorado, um, the uh, a loft at Elder Street Door right next to the convention center, and even later this year, the reopening of El Conquistador and the San Juan Ritz-Carlton. But perhaps the most exciting announcement, the one we've all been waiting for for quite some time, is that later this year, in 2020, El Distrito will open up. El Distrito is going to become the entertainment epicenter of the Caribbean. It's a five-acre hospitality entertainment district that will deliver a multi-sensory, uh, high-tech, high-energy experience uh, right next to the convention center, close to uh, the Sheraton Hotel and other nearby hotels, and with a 177-room aloft hotel right on site. Uh, it's going to be like a slice of Times Square with a Latin feel and a Caribbean flavor. Destination dining, unique retail, a day-night disco, the Coca-Cola Music Hall, and an urban zip line. It will be an entertainment experience in and of itself. And just imagine experiencing all that. Just a short taxi ride away from the historic city of Old San Juan, where you have 500 years of history and ambiance. Uh, this is a unique pairing that you just won't find in any other destination. And for a meeting planner, you get to offer all of this right up to your attendees, right next to the largest, most technologically advanced convention center in the Caribbean. I think one of the, the things that Puerto Rico offers is whether you're looking for a great um, nature-based experience, whether you want to see the beautiful beaches, or you just want to get out and experience something new, something rich and vibrant like our culture, our food, our music, our art. All of it is easily accessible. And Puerto Rico has a U.S.-style transportation system, so not only are you never far away, but easily accessible throughout the entire island. And that's one of the advantages that Puerto Rico offers to visitors who are coming here, particularly on a meeting, convention, or event, who want to come a little bit early or stay late and experience something really unique. Uh, it, it's available to you, easily accessible, and with uh, our technology using our website, discoverpuertorico.com, you can access all of that via your mobile phone. You know, I think from a planner's perspective, Puerto Rico offers the best of both worlds. You get those conveniences. So you know your uh, attendees uh, don't need a passport. They just need the normal ID that they would use in any other U.S. destination. Uh, they don't have to exchange currency. The phone works. Um, and just the other things that you would expect, the infrastructure, the transportation system. And, of course, while Puerto Rico's official language is Spanish, nearly everybody on the island speaks English. So you get, as a planner, the opportunity to offer your attendees, this unique cultural appeal, as if you're traveling to a faraway exotic place, but yet you have all the conveniences and amenities of what you're, you're comfortable with and expect in the U.S., and great access for most major markets in the U.S. What we've also noticed now, as meetings evolve beyond the we time, to include a little bit of me time, what better place to enrich yourself, to delight and inspire the senses than this wonderful island with the only rainforest in the U.S. park system, uh, three of the world's five bioluminescent bays, extraordinary cuisine, and with some of the exciting development that's underway and going to open up in 2020, never been a better time to book a meeting, conference, or convention uh, in Puerto Rico than it is today. And as you've gotten this message out into the market that Puerto Rico is ready for your meeting, uh, what response have you seen from planners and companies? 
first and foremost, thankfully, I, I think a lot of the planners that we've been working with are so committed to helping Puerto Rico. They understand that meetings make a difference in people's lives, and so they're committed. And for the most part, uh, we've had very few full cancellations. We have had several that said, I need to reschedule or postpone, but I'm not. I'm, I'm going to move my meeting, or we'll um, we'll you know swap dates, and maybe we can't come in 2020, but we'll come in a future year. Now, frankly, those have been relatively limited because most planners are continuing to come. So that dedication and commitment from planners is very meaningful. We've also had a few that have said, even though we may have to delay or postpone our conference have outwardly and um, purposely encouraged their attendees to still consider Puerto Rico as a destination for a getaway. In fact, one of the conferences, most of the attendees still showed up just for fun instead of the the, uh, the conference itself. And, you know, for a meeting planner to step out and help the destination like that uh, is really important. And then we've had a few who've continued on with their meetings but made it a point to dedicate some time during their conference or convention to help the people in Puerto Rico traveling down to historic city of Ponce and helping with some of the efforts there to serve those who are directly impacted. So whether it's committing to stay in Puerto Rico, albeit with a different date, whether it's encouraging the attendees to continue supporting Puerto Rico by traveling individually or taking advantage of the time here to help uh, their fellow American citizens who are in need, uh, what we've seen is an unprecedented but very inspiring level of commitment from planners. And I think it just speaks to the quality of our industry, uh, the collaborative spirit, and how much um, willingness there is to help others at a time when they really need help. And right now, there's never been a more important time for tourism in Puerto Rico than we're facing today. Yeah. To Brad's point, last month, the Association of Destination Management Executives International held its annual conference in San Juan, tapping into the destination through events such as an off-site social at the Bacardi Distillery and a CSR project by Musics for Good in which attendees built musical instruments that were then brought to children at the local YMCA, complete with a two-hour music workshop. For so many years, I think many of us in our industry took meetings and planners for granted, and we look at it as an economic benefit. And, of course, the meetings industry does carry a huge economic benefit. But in Puerto Rico, we see it in a much different light. Uh, meetings are not just a source of economic activity. That's true, and it does create lots and lots of jobs for us. But what a great honor and privilege to host a meeting where people are coming together and connecting to do something important, whether that's education, development, enrichment, or just the exchange of ideas that lead to positive progress to be the backdrop of meetings and activities that take place and create that kind of lasting change is a real privilege for a destination. And so I think for a lot of us, particularly here in Puerto Rico, we've evolved our thinking that meetings not only means business, meetings means great things happening, and we want to be the backdrop and the host for that. Well, we would say simply, bienvenidos, welcome. It's never been a better time to visit Puerto Rico and to help this island and your fellow American citizens with uh, a commitment to bring a meeting, conference, or convention to Puerto Rico. And despite the challenges we faced, uh, Puerto Rico remains open for tourism. The beaches are open. Uh, the facilities are ready to accommodate every need. The rich, vibrant culture and the beautiful, natural offering that Puerto Rico has been gifted is as ready and available today as ever. Tourism is important to us, and it's a privilege to welcome our meeting planners and their attendees. So we at Discover Puerto Rico and all of our partners are eager to welcome them to the island and showcase one of the most exotic destinations in this part of the world.
Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Brad. I appreciate taking the time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Eventful, the podcast for meeting professionals. Be sure to rate and review us and subscribe. Check back for new episodes soon.